0: Welcome to Champagne and Planning. My name's Eliza, and I'm the owner of Eliza Jane Events. We offer full-service and partial wedding planning. Whether you're tuning in as a couple that's recently engaged or a vendor that's looking to get some insight into the wedding industry, thanks for joining us and get ready to pop some champagne and listen along. All right, Rich. Thank you so much for coming on to Champagne and Planning today. I'm so excited to have you here. Um, Pleasure
1: is all mine. Good morning.
0: Morning. I know we're not doing champagne. I have my coffee because again, it is you know nine eleven. So (laughs) I'm gonna. I'm staring at a
1: glass of water. So uh, we're both leading exhilarating lives here on June (laughs) seventh.
0: Do you drink any of those um, Celsiuses?
1: Uh, I used to. I've, I've evolved to Zoa. Um, okay. It's more of a natural. Uh, it's actually, it's Dwayne Johnson's energy drink line. And wow. uh, I just, I mean, I've, I've evolved into a label reader uh, okay. you know, for foods and yeah. obviously drink what we're putting in my body. And um, it's just a little more of a natural uh, energy drink for me. So that is currently, like that. currently my, uh, my poison. Uh, that is um, orange. It's my favorite flavor.
0: I love that. Well, hey, if there's any wedding vendors tuning in, that's your new drink to keep you moving through wedding season. The
1: um, healthiest is Noah well right now, from what I can what I can read.
0: Love that. Yep. Well, Rich, if you want to start by just telling. Um, You know, everyone that's listening, you know, we do have couples, we have some vendors listening too. And today we're talking about how to create an unforgettable wedding um, atmosphere and and through that with music, lighting and audio visuals. So first, if you just want to give a little background about Encore, about you, and uh, then we'll jump into some of the topics for today.
1: Sure. Yeah. So I'm I'm representing a company called Encore Events. We're based out of Rochester. We have two locations. Uh, But obviously, most of our work is done virtually because uh, we don't really have any boundaries as far as where our staff is traveling to perform at events. Um, I am the owner. I started this company um, a long time ago. I'll leave the date (laughs) out. Uh, But but yeah, I mean, through those years, I mean, the, the DJ itself has evolved tremendously. And the way that couples and corporations utilize music to enhance their brand. Or their events has also evolved, and uh, I, I think en- I know Encore has done, uh, and its people has done a tremendous job uh, keeping up with that change. And not only keeping up, but I, I think a lot of areas we've actually trend set for others to follow. And I'm I'm very very proud of that.
0: I love that. Um, You know, I think so many times couples do not realize the role that your DJ plays in the overall success of your day. And that's why I love that we're connecting from the planning standpoint, because we work closely and we see how well that goes together. For example, you know, timeline, I'm big on timeline, right? You are are. kind of the the controller of timeline in some aspects. And uh, we just did one with Jordan this past weekend and she was on top of it. She crushed it. Um, Mm. They keep things moving. So talk to me a little bit about the importance of a DJ from the logistical standpoint before we get into like music and setting the tone.
1: Well, timeline is tremendous and the ability to manage a timeline and do it effectively, because that's one thing of the day that you don't get back. Right. So if the venue serves a undercooked filet, uh, we'll go in the back and we'll redo that. Right. Um, if I didn't play a certain song, we can just make it happen before 11 o'clock. You can't get that sunset photo back.
0: You can't
1: get that photo fo- that time with grandma before she feels too fatigued to leave for the evening for that dance. So time is so important. And for other vendors like yourself, planner, the venue, um, the video or photography team, you're entrusting another person with your responsibilities that you are contracted by law to execute. That can be a thing that is unnerving for sure. So having a person... Um, in the entertainment field, because it pretty much runs through entertainment with announcements and orchestrating the event, um, is is very, very important to execute that timeline.
0: Love that. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about setting the mood. So, you know, we've all seen, and, and again, we have a variety of clients, right? We have a lot of luxury clients. I know you guys too, um, do as well. But we also have clients that are maybe sticking to more of a budget. We'll get into that a little later on. Um, but I want to talk about the importance of setting the mood. So we've seen couples that have used a Spotify playlist or something like that. And I I think they, I, I don't want to down it. I understand that in small settings, there's a time and there's a place, but for me, um, the DJ really impacts the mood of the day. First, I want to talk about with music. There is obviously ceremony and there's the pre-ceremony music as people are coming in. We have the importance of the ceremony music itself. Then we're transitioning into cocktail hour. We have people eating dinner and then we're really going at that party. So how does the mood change across the day for music specifically? Well,
1: I, I do I try to do a lot of work educating everyone who wants to listen uh, about the different changes and aspects of music at an event and I will I treat each part of the reception as a different entity for example the CD music um, and, and all of this has to do with the client's vision and vibe um, I, I had one client last week who, they're like rich this is a barbecue but i'm wearing a wedding dress so they didn't want a instrumental seating music uh contemporary music taste vibe they wanted more country and upbeat fun music so this is all towards the client's vibe but if you have that seating music which is a certain welcoming i like to describe it as light and airy right so people are coming in they're grabbing their cucumber water they're taking their selfies they can't wait for so and so and so and so to get married Then after the celebration uh, kicks off with the cocktail hour, cocktail hour should be fun. It should be faster paced music, higher BPMs, um, but it should be also very inclusive because you have a lot of different generations all yearning to hear their music. And if they don't, am I going to be listening to this younger or older music for the rest of the night? That's what we want to stay away from. Then for introductions, you're turning the page and that is essentially the first chapter of the reception. So that has to go off with just so much hype and, and pomp and circumstance. Then we're going to kind of change the page a little bit for dinner because the ants want to talk, um, but we can't have uh, people fall asleep. Biologically, blood's going to the stomach. That's why we get snoozy. We can't lose anyone, right? So... Um, But we also want to entertain with the selections that we put in. And then, of course, the dance floor, uh, that's self-explanatory. We want their DMs blown up uh, the next day. And that has to be hype.
0: Love that. Um, Where are we putting, you know, a lot of times we'll get or we'll see on the music list, maybe an indie folk or a Jack Johnson or maybe some Italian music. Where are we putting that in the the whole scheme of the day?
1: I think you put it everywhere. Uh, So the way I talk to my clients is this is a reflection on you and you utilize me as my experience to communicate your vibe to the rest of your friends and family. So to answer your question, for example, um, you talked about Jack Johnson. He's got a great, great cocktail and dinner, right? So banana pancakes, uh, just throw that in during dinner, um, staple it together. Also another great cocktail song, right? So um, if you're talking, uh, you had mentioned uh, some Italian, right? Rosemary Clooney, a classic um, Mambo Italiano. Throw that rating right cocktail. But don't get too slow and throw Sinatra's Summer Wind or Tony Bennett's uh, Left My Heart in San Francisco in cocktail hour. It's way too slow. You got to change that over to dinner or maybe that first hour of dancing uh, for the older guests to, to, to dance to.
0: Love that. Um, obviously, you know, we're getting to the party section now. We're getting into the reception and now the vibes are up, right? Now we're, we're going for that party. Um, yep. That's kind of how we're in that space for the rest of the night. Um, sure. Early on, we still may have Grandma there, right? So talk me through that. And obviously, you know, we do you know, clean versions and things like that, too. And maybe there's a song that we really want, um, but maybe that's not exactly the right time. How do we kind of fit that mix as well?
1: Well, if I'm going to ever play Drake, uh, it's not going to be during the first hour. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah. the way I approach things and and me as an artist and, and everyone's different, uh, I could just speak for mm-hmm. myself. I like to have my first hour of dancing, very inclusive, very, if, if any one of these age groups were to turn on a radio or Spotify top, um, they're going to hear this music. And what does that mean? Well, cross-generational artists, Justin Timberlake, Flo Rida, Bruno Mars, right? So music that grandma can also get down to, um, but college roommates also can too. So that first hour of dancing is very inclusive for me. I equate it to, it's like dealing cards, right? So this generation gets a song, this generation gets a song, and we're all over the place. And then as the evening progresses, uh, for what I do, I will tend to cater to more of who is left and more of the client's wishes. So God's plan is probably going to be coming out a little bit, maybe towards after nine o'clock. And I don't know about you. I've had a lot of ratchet sets, uh, just guests coming up. We just want straight ratchet music. You know what I mean? (laughs) Um, but so that came out a little bit later.
0: Love that. I'll have to send it over to this past weekend. I was doing, I was cleaning some stuff and prepping for, you know, our takedown plan and Jordan throws on lip gloss and I'm sorry, but that is my jam. Okay. So I am just, I'm out there and I'm going um, because yeah. How can
1: you keep your legs calm when (laughs) lip gloss comes on? Right. You just, you've got to be like, boom.
0: I'm pretty sure I dropped the charger I was working on and I ran. I was like, all right, go. <laughs> now it's my yes, turn. Yes,
1: yes, yes.
0: <laughs> Wedding vendors can have fun too. Okay.
1: Yeah, and you should because uh, we're a unique breed.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. So let's talk a little bit um, with the music portion of it. Obviously, um, we want to make sure that it reflects the couple's taste. There has been times, and I know I've thrown this curveball at you, um, and even Savannah, I think one of the weddings she did for us, where the Do Not playlist may be all or quite a few of some of those really popular wedding songs. Yeah, What do you do?
1: It's tough. And every headliner at Encore um, has gone through this. And we have a tremendous level of talent at Encore to use their their experience to get past this and when you say fun like wedding music i'm talking about that wedding top 200 i'm not talking about the stale you know uh every single wedding we're at you know journey and celebrate like i'm not talking about those i i'm talking about all i do is win i'm talking about like all the stuff that you just want to get in so um typically when i have that list it, you you go off of that right? So if if this is it a certain song that's you know distracting the couple from playing that, or is it the artist? Because if it's not the artist, we can sit, uh, get some other selections by that artist that might be popular, right? Um, so that would be my first go to. The second thing is too is a lot of times when I've had those handcuff lists, mm-hmm. um, the guests know that if I'm playing Harry Belafonte, it's because the groom wants it. You know what I mean? And and they'll get it yeah
0: yeah absolutely
1: uh,
0: so you what was that? i was just
1: gonna say so you have to have a tremendous amount of depth to be able to you know go across and work those lines and you mentioned savannah john roach's everyone at our, at our our stable of entertainers does a great job in doing this
0: love that let's talk a little bit about transitions this is something that's big for me and something actually before you know work with you guys I really didn't realize how poorly it was being done. Um, one, from the standpoint of when there is a couple that maybe is having a smaller event and wants to use like that Spotify playlist and, and where this doesn't happen. But also there's a lot of DJs that um, it's very like choppy almost like where like, there's this weird pause. There's, you know, a, I want to talk about, not necessarily how it's done poorly, but you guys do such a great job with transitions, of course. Thank so you. that's something, just a huge shout out to you and your team for that. Talk me through how that's created and what goes into the behind the scenes of making this all work, because I know there's a sure. lot more that goes into it than what people think.
1: Yep. Well, it, it is an art form, and it, it is a perishable skill. We, we do practice, and I mean we practice. Every Wednesday, we go in and <laughs> we have training sessions, so it's definitely a skill um it's called beat matching so the transitions you're you're literally marrying no pun intended uh songs together so the experience of what the dance floor hears you can hear four different songs and not change the tempo of whatever it is you're doing on the dance floor and it's an experience thing and couples and wedding guests um they're intuitive and they're educated now with apps, with games, with concerts. The DJ has elevated to an experience where you know DJs are selling out tens of thousands, uh, you know, for concerts, right? So um, having the DJ more in pop culture has trained the audience what to listen for. And oh this is the standard. And what we do at Encore it, it, that's just that's just a basic. Right? That just comes with the experience. Um, so it is a skill, and it definitely elevates the, the, the experience and the enhancement of an event. And not many couples know that because I guess it's just maybe an assumption that a DJ just does that, right? So if I'm buying a car, of course it comes with air conditioning. It's 2023. Well, that's not necessarily the case in our industry, as you as you pointed out. Yeah.
0: Hey, I drive a 2017, and it doesn't have a backup camera, okay?
1: so. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> Yes. I, I just upgraded too. And I'm just like, wow, this is pretty cool. Heated seats. Great. My body feels good. Awesome.
0: Uh, that transition, how important is it for keeping the dance floor moving?
1: A lot. It, it's very important. I mean, it, just the, the, psyche of the dance floor, uh, more, more and more couples now are, they want more fast music. And it's, it's also a point where they say, we don't want a lot of slow dances. So to have that, to escort the dance floor through these generations, through these life experiences where they can evoke emotion from the music that they're hearing and enjoy themselves, take them back, if you will, it it is a journey. And it's a journey best served uh, seamless. If you take them along that journey and it's very choppy, it's kind of like reading a book when you're on a really bumpy ride, right? I mean, it's just like, I can't concentrate. What is going on? And it's mm-hmm. just, uh, it's awkward. It's 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 an enjoyment thing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, so let's talk a little bit about some other ways that we can enhance the experience. Obviously music is a huge piece of it, uh, but especially with your team, there's other things that you offer um, and kind of that audio visuals and lighting aspect that can really help us. So, First, let's talk about uplighting and what that, you know, what purpose can that serve in creating, even for the design of the event um, or in a low light situation, talk to me a little bit about the mood with those.
1: Sure. Well, back when uplighting came out, uh, Mm -hmm. we were in venues that uh, had carpets that maybe were in grandma's house and walls that were just, so uplighting was great because it literally transforms the space, um, you know, so but more venues have evolved to more neutral colors in DIY. So it's right. even better now. Um, right. White walls and, you know, white ceilings. So it really can enhance the atmosphere. And it, it, for us, investing in uplighting is the cheapest investment for the most return, what we say. And what I mean by that is uplighting will come after the fact too. In pictures, we can change different colors. Um, you know, it's LED, so there's millions and millions of options. Uh, if, if for the couples that want more of a Miami esque uh, mm-hmm. New York City vibe nightclub experience, obviously we can do like a strobe here and there, or we can change different colors from different parts of the night. So, um, you know, lighting has evolved uh, tremendously to enhance the atmosphere. It really gives the event a three dimensional look, not only the night of, you walk in and you see this glow, just be like, whoa, awesome, right? Mm -hmm. You've never gone to a concert where there's not lighting or theater Mm -hmm. or anything like that. It's been around forever.
0: love that. Um, You know, one of the things that I think was, it started as maybe like an older thing, and now I I do see it kind of coming back around, especially from the design standpoint for myself, um, is pin spotting, which is unique because I feel like it did go away for a little bit, but the the places that I'm seeing it used are in higher centerpieces, where as the night yes. goes on, it's not lit by candles, and that centerpiece, this beautiful floral arrangement that yes. you have, you spent so much money on, now you can't see. Talk me through the benefits of that.
1: Well, first off, thank you uh, for people like you to educate their customers on what the heck a pin spot is, because... <laughs> I've worked with florists, big name florists that make a lot more revenue than Encore does. (laughs) And they've never heard of that, which is, really? So anyways, Mm -hmm. pin spotting is essentially highlighting a something. You can highlight an American flag. You can highlight, in this case, uh, uh, centerpieces that you spend so much time and money on. These Mm -hmm. things are tremendous. So when the room darkens and you have this taller centerpiece, pin spot will highlight that centerpiece. You can see it from across the room and it really should be on 360 degrees. We hit it from multiple different angles. So you can see this gorgeous bouquet of flowers in the center um, that you spent so much time and money on.
0: Love that. Um, And yeah, I know a lot of our couples may not even know what that is. So if that's something that you haven't thought of, maybe um, put that into your planning process and the design of the day. What let's I tell my clients,
1: Eliza, it, is if you have a tall centerpieces and you're spending a lot of money on flowers, you should talk. Let's talk about lighting them. And that, that's with pen spots.
0: Okay. I want to talk about something a little fun now. Um, and I did pull a review. I hope that's okay that I read this. I'm putting on the spot here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so it says <laughs> This is a review of your services. Um, But it says the music was magical and exactly what we wanted, a testament of how detail-oriented Rich is. We opted for the cold sparklers, uh, which is if you're thinking about it, do it. We wanted them in our ceremony, which was logistically a bit tough, but working with Arbor Rich made it happen in the best way. Midway down the aisle during the recessional, we stopped for a picturesque kiss and boom, sparklers. Um, They said it was everything they wanted and more. So that's huge. I want to talk, tell, okay, I know, I know a little bit about sparklers. Tell everyone else a little bit about them in this moment, because I can only imagine that just being stunning. All
1: right. What are, what are cult sparklers? Picture you're at the end of the driveway as a kid, July 4th, and your parents hand you that sparkler that you're having so much fun waving around. Fast forward to Super Bowl and you see these explosions on the stage at whatever artist it is. Those are cold sparklers. They've made it into our space in many different forms, uh, unsafe and ultra safe. Um, and we uh, br- are bringing them to the event industry.
0: So, no, that was great. That gave us a little background on it. So for that moment, you know, they wanted, and, and sometimes, you know, we get some logistically challenging requests. Oh, yeah. And so they yeah. wanted that for the ceremony. So talk me through how that worked. And, I mean, that had to be a lot of logistics from your side of things.
1: It was. So that was for Missy and Anthony. Uh, and mm-hmm. shout out to Arbor at the Port. Um, it, <laughs> and it, but for that space, the way their ceremony is set up, the couple wanted the sparklers to go off right uh, at the ceremony site near the arbor. The, the, the challenge for that is, was a safety issue for us. And this is where we at Encore, we, we really take a lot of time to investigate all different angles, what's going to happen because of our, of our actions. And this is a safety issue because the the, table, or the chairs were set up. So the audience and who's usually in the front first couple of roles, robes, the older people, right? The parents, the grandparents, then you had about 10 feet. And then who's next? Wedding party with dresses. So the ladies were on the left uh, and the guys were on the right. So you had these flowy, bulky dresses and then you had dry flowers. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so what they wanted, and, and cu- listen, couples aren't supposed to think about this. They want the reaction. They they want the sizzle. They don't care how it's cooked, right? And you have to, as an entertainer and as a professional, you have to think about these logistics. So they came to me and says, we want the sparklers to go off after the kiss. That's going to be dope. Um, so I'm thinking about this, and um, we, we have those safety issues. Now, one of the manufacturer specs for this is we can't blast these off within 20 feet of people. We employ a second person to go along with the sparklers and there's a fire extinguisher. There's no, there's no safety issue, but it's just in case uh, under our table, just in case something happened. Um, So I know obviously we couldn't do it because of the space thing, but I didn't slam the door on their vision. And I think Mm -hmm. a lot of people would have because it it is, it's extra work. So instead of doing that and mind you, these sparklers are supposed to be, in the back of the room where the reception is, the entrances, the dance floor, they got to be taped down. So to even have this the ceremony, we got to move things around. It's a lot of work. But we don't care about that. So what I did is myself and Stephanie, we moved the sparklers down at the end of the aisle, free from people, and I put a couple of pieces of tape on the floor and ahead of time i rehearsed with missy and anthony i said once you get to here and the photographer and video team was all in on this conversation so they can capture the moment i said to the couple i said once you get to these these little black pieces of tape i want you to do this and he turned he dipped her and they got such a sexy shot it was so so good and dramatic Uh, And that's what happened. We made it happen. And then while they're enjoying cocktail hours, we moved the sparklers into the reception area and they enjoyed the sparklers for the rest of the night.
0: You know, and that's so interesting that you brought that up with the coordination of vendors. So let's transition over to there. How important is it? I mean, obviously for our teams, we're always on the same page and, and you know, we both do a really great job with, with making sure that happens. But Absolutely. how can the other vendors work together in that situation, whether it's the venue, photography, videography, um, for situations like that, or just anything that you guys do to make sure it all is cohesive?
1: Well, our, our, our belief at Encore Events is that no matter who you work with, whether you like them or not, Um, the end goal is the couple has to have the best experience possible period end of story. I don't care if you don't like the photographer, Mm -hmm. you have to work in concert together to, um, to, to, facilitate awesome photos for the couple. So that's the thing. Um, now we, we get along with many, many people. We love everybody. Um, but it is so important to be on the same page, especially when you have something like special effects, or something's gonna be coming up. And I think that um, far too many DJs are just in their own lane and they don't think about other people's feelings or what they have to capture. So for me, I can speak for myself. Um, I'm, I'm checking math on other vendors too, in addition to doing my work. I wanna make sure that that champagne, uh, that champagne flute is filled because that's gonna be awkward for me when we go to do the toast. If you don't communicate to the planner or the photographer or videographer when you're going to blast the sparklers off, they're going to be running around and be like, dude, what are you doing? Like, I got to get that photo. So um, it's so important to communicate, to pre-plan, and just to be nice and respect everybody. Um, Every single videographer that I work with has got to plug in something, right? Do I want them touching my gear? No. (laughs) Uh, but but what's what? they're not doing it just to upset me or to ruin my day. Uh, they need to get audio for toasts. I, I respect that. And you've got to work with them to, to get the, the best uh, outcome possible.
0: Absolutely. One perfect example of that this past weekend, actually um, your team was great. And um, we had Shauna from SLZ, she was doing some video and she was actually able to take some drone shots in this space. And Austin was so great about it because there was a few boxes and he like so he just caught on and so quickly moved those boxes and just thought about that that was going to be in the drone shot. And for me, that is like, I mean, your team is so good about it. And I I really don't worry about your team. We can we make sure everything's on, you know, but. But you guys yeah. do your job. You're very yes. aware with those things, um, and so that was just a perfect example of how he caught on, moved it quickly, and he saw, okay, this is going to be in the drone shot, and this needs to be out of here. Um, right. And well, so yeah. we
1: have so much fun together when when our co- two companies work together. And and I yeah. and I thank you for that compliment. And and I will say that comes from the top. That is something that we ingrained. With our staff, with our newer staff, that's just that's just our culture at Encore Events. Just just how we operate. You know, we care uh, couples, the vendors, um, and we just that's just part of what we do. It's just part of the recipe.
0: Yeah. Um, no, I really I really appreciate that, and I always think you know working with your team is is always a great experience for us, especially. So um, the is one definitely- thing <laughs> I want to touch on is. Unusual spaces. So we've talked about the music aspect, creating the mood, lighting, those extra effects. Um, there's a lot of venues that may be set up in a unique way, and couples may not be thinking about how the DJ plays into that. Talk yes. me through what that looks like, whether it's separate ceremony space, weird audio, you know, um, plugs and outlet. You know, what what goes into that.
1: Okay, so and this starts at the very, very beginning. And, and this is why we are continual messages. Do not rely or accept on packages. It's a convenient marketing tool. Um, everyone uses them. We don't. But um, especially in uh, the DJ market, hey, uh, and I know that because when customers call or email us, can you send me a rate sheet? This is so dangerous because every single venue, every venue, it's different. What the couple is asking of us, of us, and I'm looking at you, um, Mm -hmm. is unique at every single event and every single venue. And to pigeonhole a square hole in a round peg um, with a rate sheet is now forcing the consumer, the couple to make a, (laughs) a decision on an uh, industry they know nothing about, likely uh, for an event that they probably never planned, and have it come out awesome. And a lot of times, when the problems arise, uh, it'll happen at the event. So, to answer your question, having uh, hiring a vendor that is familiar with the space, knows the space, and knows the strengths and weaknesses of the space um, is tremendous. And you can rely on that vendor to give you the education. You're hiring a professional for a reason to point you in the right direction and say, yes, we can do this. No, we can't. So to further put detail into your question is for us in our industry um, venues, we we come with different sets of audio gear for different parts of the venue. So for ceremony, it might be out in the field um, requiring a battery operated power source. Um, to do audio and music for your ceremony. Then when you're done, everyone's going to golf cart back to this part of the property and have cocktail music. And that's another set of gear. And then when that's done, they're going to walk over and enjoy the reception area. So I think people are trying, couples, um, they want to get the most bang for their buck. They're trying to put so much detail into their day that it flows on us to be able to execute that. And rate sheets are not a thing to, uh, not, not, not the best tool to make that happen. So having a vendor that knows the space and what to do um, is the best bet. And have a You get that by having a conversation with them.
0: Right. Yeah, definitely. And you guys are really great about your planning meetings. I've um, always thought that too. Obviously, you know, you have that initial call, but then as you get closer, you're talking through those details, which is always really, really helpful. Awesome. Um, so you. let's talk about a unique situation I threw at you recently, which was I said, and, you know, I always like, actually what you said a few minutes ago, you said, we're here for the couple and you don't want to slam the door on their vision, right? They They may bring you something that, you know, even after years of working in the industry, you say, oh, that's new. I didn't, yeah. I haven't heard of that yet. Right. But we yeah. don't, we don't want to plan the door on it. We want to make it happen if it's possible. One of those things being, uh, you know, one of our Lake House clients recently requesting, you know, is it possible to do a trumpet player, you know, to have them accompany a DJ in a few songs. And I remember when I first got that email, I'm thinking, I don't know. I have to talk to Rich. And I, and I think I texted you that day. And I was like, is this even a yeah. thing? Is this possible? Yes. And you were so welcoming um, to it. So talk me through those unique situations like that. And, and how do we find the best, you know, mix and, and, and kind of collaboration in that?
1: You know, I think uh, anytime we get a chance to, or when I say me for my events, that we can uh, do something different. I always welcome that because I love fresh change and, and evolving. And I wish this area and this market in Rochester had more of a live musician slash DJ vibe when it comes to the night. And yeah, I mean, so it does require planning. So first of all, what instrument? Because different instruments, if you had a violin versus a saxophone, I mean, it's a different experience, right? Um, But the big thing is rehearsal. Like, so what part of the night are we gonna be doing? Is it just cocktail? Mostly it's probably gonna be during dance floor where the two artists can tag team and overlap. And that is just an amazing experience if you can get that uh, to happen but you can't just wing it and just jam. Uh, There has to be rehearsal because what songs are you gonna play? Because the artist, the instrumentalist, has to practice that. Um, It's easier for the DJ because we're just transitioning music, but the artist has to perform and practice. And it's not just, they're just going in and winging it. There are certain parts of the song that maybe the instrumentalist is gonna solo or go out to the crowd. Um, So this whole thing is a production and just like everything else, you have to plan and insert different players, different actors into the performance.
0: Yeah, and I was thinking about also another time. And, you know, we do a lot of cultural weddings. So uh, we yes. do a lot of Indian weddings and we actually did one um, with Ray at the Lake House and there was a doll player and that drum is going, you know, and that was the coolest moment for me because. It's just bringing together two aspects of the couple. The couple wanted this big party. They also wanted this aspect, and you know. So I think that those elements can be really cool, um, and I love when we we can coordinate on those.
1: Definitely, it, it, Ray does such a great job, uh, especially with culture weddings. He's such a, uh, an executionist with details and a tremendous, tremendous experience with that man. It's a phenomenal yeah. DJ. Like
0: that. Uh, All right. So as we kind of start to to wrap things up here, there's a few other things I want to talk about. You know, we do have a lot of luxury clients and we do a lot of beautiful weddings and um, we also do some smaller weddings. This past weekend, I just did a 20 person intimate backyard wedding and and maybe those budgets are not where that 150 lake house client maybe needs to be. Those weddings are still so valuable to us and still so important, Um, but we may be working on a different budget. How do we fit that? And you mentioned earlier, you know, uplighting or, you know, what are some ways that we can still create a really beautiful wedding from the music standpoint with still maintaining a, you know, a reasonable budget um, in the couple's eyes?
1: Well, at the end of the day, and at, be- at the beginning of the day, it all comes down to what the couple wants. We, we never, um, you know, look poorly towards someone if they can't afford us or if they don't hire us. I mean, we realize we're not for everybody, um, but it's really, and and we don't speak poorly if if, uh, like, oh, well, you're way too much. And like, you're walking into this huge brand store. and They're just going to snuff their nose at you. It's not (laughs) that way. Um, But it's really all about what the couple wants. And I think music plays a part in daily life. So especially mm. at a celebration like this. So if the couple is cool with a playlist, then mm. all the power to you. We wish you the best. And, yeah. I, I, you know, I hope that works out greatly for you. So, um, yeah. of course, we're not going to talk down to that. But I think that most couples would appreciate the coordination of an MC, of a right. public speaker, of an entertainer, and just a problem solve. How right. many weddings have you done where there hasn't been a hiccup? Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's, <laughs> and a lot of times people don't appreciate this until it happens. And that's right. where word of mouth comes in. This isn't something that we can tell them in a pitch. Oh, by the way, something's going to happen in your wedding day and I'm going to solve it. Okay. <laughs> Who wants to lead with that? Um, so to, to, to answer your question, I think just... Uh, you know, I, I think when you're planning a celebration, music should be a larger part of that expense, if that is something that you're willing to invest. And changed the terminology from investing, uh, from uh, from expense or pain or how much you cost. It's an yes. investment. Um, right. You're you're investing in your overall enhancement, your enjoyment of the celebration. Music enhances things. When you want to go for a run, you throw in some cardio. When you're angry at whatever, you throw on some smash music. Um, you, you, when you want to have a nice dinner, you throw on some buble or, or whatever, some Ariana Grande, some Beyonce. So it enhances the
0: event.
1: You know what I mean? Just having it done by a professional is an investment in itself.
0: Yeah, and I think that, you know, if you are tuning into this and, and you are maybe considering one of those other options, I think maybe we've showed you some of the reasons that, music is so important and it's, it is so much more than playing a song. There is those transitions. There is those, um, you know, things for the the day itself, logistically, um, you know, and, we always say like we require our clients to the DJ um just with the planning, but we know too that some clients tuning in may be considering another option and hopefully maybe we have helped you to realize that maybe music and DJ does need to be a larger portion of your budget so that logistically things can run smooth and ultimately you are able to relax and, and have the day of your dreams. Last can I add here. one more thing in there. Yeah.
1: And for couples. If when you're interviewing the music or the entertainer, uh, ask questions about your day. Hey, if this happens, how would you handle this? And my recommendation would be to uh, ask questions that really don't pertain to their job. Like, hey, if my aunt asks you where the restroom is, what do you tell her? Um, I, I would think you want someone that is of service and that cares about the overall uh, outcome of your guests uh, at the reception, not just their job. So if you're getting the feeling from this vendor that they only care about music and themselves, that's probably gonna be the person or couple of people that are just gonna stand behind the table all night and press play um, versus talking to someone who actually cares and and, and just looks at your reception from afar, um, You'll get more investment out
0: of uh, out of that out of that uh, company. Absolutely. Um, you mentioned it just now. With you know, someone comes up or you know something like that. There is unexpected things that happen on wedding day. You and I both know that, and it can either run seamlessly, even with the unexpected. Um, or it can kind of go downhill. So, has there been any unexpected, um, you know, things that happened or last minute change? I mean, pick from the list, right? Pull in the yeah. There was so much. Um, oh. But how do you <laughs> how do you handle? I'm putting
1: the- my hoodie over my hat right now and just drowning myself. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh.
0: I know we could oh. do a whole other podcast on this. Boy. <laughs> Give me what you got. And it doesn't matter. You know, just just a few things of what that might look like and how you handle it.
1: I This is only an hour long podcast, right?
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. You know what? I mean,
1: your people are inviting you into their life for a night and everything that comes along with that, from yeah. drinking drama to where is this person to. You know, the first two thi- the first hour of my day this past Saturday I was at Deerfield Country Club. The mm-hmm. first hour of my day, if you remember, was extremely windy and mm-hmm. I was just paying so much attention to the officiant um, that first off he had his ceremony script and it was blowing all over the place. So I had to take my 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 theatrical tape um, which is like duct tape on steroids. And I made a book for him. So literally he's standing up there and he had all of this, um, this greenery up at the altar, um, which was kind of blowing a little bit. Um, and he's reading his, his script, but in a way where it's not going to blow away on him because and he had a pedestal up there too. So that, that took a while. The other thing is he, guys, if you have your suit and you order your suit, that little thread, that white thread in the back where the tails, you've got to take that out. That's just for shipping. So he walks away from me, and he's like, I'm like, dude, Anthony, come here. He says, what's the matter? And I fixed that for him. The previous weekend, the groom is getting ready to go get married, and he's hugging everybody, right, privately, and he gets lipstick on his shirt. I had my Tide stick, my stain stick. So um, – the father of the groom needed, I have a, a Leatherman, which is like a utility tool for something. I forgot what it was, but this is all before we played any music. And it's just, you know, being in the industry for as long as you and I have, we get hardened because we get presented with these obstacles and, oh, okay. Solve that. I'm going to remember that next time. And and before the end of it, uh, you know, the end of your career, you have so many tools in your toolbox that you can utilize and you make yourself much more marketable because you can solve issues.
0: Yeah, I think that every time after a wedding, I I put something else on the list to get, right? Um, And we send an email to our staff of like, what did you not have that you needed? um, Just for the unexpected, because there is so many things. Um, I think you mentioned another, you know, we do deal sometimes with, you know, drunken bridal party or drunken guests and I always panic a little when I see them near the DJ stand because I awesome. see thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars worth of equipment and I'm sure you do too but I always kind of jump in at that moment I'm like let's redirect you want some dessert or you know something like that because um that can be a little stressful but you handle it with uh, with ease and it works out <laughs> yeah.
1: My, my pet peeve right now is the, the guests who will use our subwoofers um as coasters to set their drinks down um i mean it's just <laughs> God, and you got to be nice you can't you can't pop off at them you know what i mean i just i just grab their drink and i you know put it behind or whatever um, yeah i do want to give a shout out to our production manager um gentle andre powell um and gentle says name by the way for those of you in the audience. Um, he did a ceremony a couple of years ago and the there was an accident down the street from the ceremony that took the power line down. And the ceremony uh, venue, the, the venue didn't have power. So he had to drive his truck and use the alternator on his truck as power source to actually power the ceremony. The things that we do for our clients, shout out to, to Andre on that one. Um, it's just, it's something yes. else.
0: And, you know, so many times I always say, you know, we made a little rail this weekend of this. And I think that go on behind the scenes, but um, couples never know. They never know what goes on and, and they're not supposed to. Right? It is yep. not their job to know. It is our job to handle, take care of things, figure out an alternative plan. Um, so I, I love that because, yeah, there's there's things like that where you can plan all day long. You can have everything ready to go. But you can't plan for an accident and no yes. power, you know. So um, that just shows you how much you know our vendors go above and beyond, and yeah. you know, just to make it happen for the couple. Definitely. So,
1: and if I you're a vendor that. listening too, I'm not sure you know to, to actually advertise that to the couple that you took care of every little thing because that. that doesn't look the best on you, you know, like, hey, well, I did this, I did this, I did this, yeah. you know, as you're waiting for your tip, you know, so um, right. it's, it's really an unsung, thankless uh, act, but it, it comes out, someone tells, someone tells a couple at some point, you know, hey, right. that planner, Eliza, she, you know, she did all this and did it. like, oh my yeah. gosh, she was phenomenal. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Um, and you even saw in your reviews, I mean, that was just one of it. you guys have so many reviews, but all the couples just seeing their praises and, and, you know, it comes, it comes back around and it we just love what around. we do. So, um, yeah. as we wrap up here, anything else that maybe we didn't get to, or, or things you wanted to mention or, or just any tips for, for couples or, you know, with, with any of the stuff we talked about with DJ or logistics or anything?
1: Um, I guess the best thing I can say is, um, as you walk through this journey together, remember, you are planning a celebration. It's a wedding. I know it can get tumultuous at times. The road can be bumpy, but but please keep in perspective that this is supposed to be fun. If it gets to that point, I think you should just take a pause. and and look your partner in the eyes and just tell them you love them, why you're doing this, why you're walking this journey together. And you work very hard for your money. You spend a lot of time planning this, and there's a lot of hopes and dreams involved. Put those hopes and dreams in the hands of competent people that you trust your investment with, like planners, like Eliza, who she does an absolutely phenomenal job. She doesn't give herself that much praise, um, especially in this broadcast um and I, I think you really do need planners uh, just depending on where you are and how many details and what your professional and personal life is like if you don't have a lot of time hire a planner if you have more requests than the typical couple or a unique vision you really should hire a planner while the the staff members at venues are absolutely amazing they're phenomenal the yeah. planners will go an extra mile in the different details of an event, um, so and it, it's just hiring competent people that you trust. It goes a long, long way.
0: Love that! Thank and you if so the price much. Price is
1: too low. It probably there's a reason for that.
0: <laughs> too that, to be true. that is that is so true. Um, and like I mentioned before, you know, anytime that you know we are working with your team, it's always so seamless. And that's just a shout out to hiring those right vendors um, and I don't have to check in and, and I know what time you're coming, but usually the time passes and I might not even realize because you're already here, you know, so yeah. um, I think hire can, the right vendors. It's going to be a great day.
1: Can I, can I add one more thing just to put yeah. something in the context? Hiring yeah. a planner is like, uh, getting yourself business classed on an airline. Right. So you're still going to get to the destination uh, if you're in if you're in coach or if you're in business class. Right. So that's the equivalent of hiring, you know, just the venue, go along with the venue. They do a great job. You're going to get your drinks. Uh, You're going to get there safely. You're going to get your luggage, hopefully. Um, And the venues do a fantastic job. If you want that extra ultra detail experience, add another layer, uh, layer of protection and service onto that to be pampered. Um, I think it, in my experience, observing what you do um, and observing what typically just comes with a venue, um, that's that's my take on it.
0: That. Rich, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. How great. can people find Encore events?
1: Well, thank you. Um, I, I appreciate uh, Like I said in my text, I'm honored to be here with you and you just such a great job. Um, If you find that you need uh, services that Encore offers uh, with uh, exceptional music, entertainment, photo booths, lighting design, video and cinematography, we have flower walls now, Um, you can find us at rochesterdj.com. We are also very active on Instagram. Uh, The company brand is at Encore Events. If you wanted to connect with me, I would love to find you. I, I do a lot of um, just planning, inspo, and how to, and just fun entertainment, infotainment. My handle is at Rich Cranston DJ in Cranston with a is with a C, and um, um and we would love to connect with you.
0: Perfect. we're also going to include those in the bio of the podcast so definitely check them out there if you're in need of planning services we will connect you with encore because they are um, our main preferred vendor for dj um, so head on over to eliza and we can talk about full or partial planning rich thanks again i really appreciate it and i appreciate you taking the time during wedding season to hop on and chat a little bit you gave so much valuable information for um, not only our couples but our vendors as well so thank you again
1: Thank you for your work, and I'm I'm, I'm very very happy to have been here. Thank you.